Hey folks, you're listening to How to Win a Campaign, where you'll get an insider's perspective that teaches you not only how to win campaigns, but how to build movements. I'm Joe Fold. And I'm Martin Diego Garcia, and you can find us at the Campaign Workshop on Instagram or on Threads. Welcome and thanks for listening to the final episode of How to Win a Campaign Season 4. Wow, Martin, it really has been a great season. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. It's always bittersweet when we come to the end of a season, but don't worry. We also have a very special bonus series coming right after this one. Absolutely. I feel like I learned a ton from our guests this season and have even picked up some new book recommendations and some new podcasts that they gave us. But what I really, really appreciated about this season was how we were able to, alongside with our amazing guests, really take a look and a deep dive into movement building through a number of different perspectives, lenses, issues, job titles, etc., from understanding how traditional media really still plays a critical role in movement buildings and how you can utilize it effective from our tips from Maria Urbina to unpacking how internal management, just making sure that your organization internally is operating so that it really helps your movement reach its goals. Jakarta Amani from the Management Center gave some really great insights. Yeah, we really got to go deep into different spaces and lenses of making an impact and how they all lend to really creating change and creating a really sustainable movements across the spaces that we work in. I feel like I learned so much and I really agree. Hope that the listeners did too. But Joe, did you have any favorite highlights, pieces, guests from the season? Doing this podcast has definitely been, for me, a ton of learning. Every season, I learned something new, and I really enjoyed talking to the guests this season and seeing the impact their organizations made, getting sort of their tips and hearing about their journey was awesome. I mean, Martine, it's hard to choose a favorite. Some of the folks I also had known forever, and some were new to me, but the conversations that struck out, of course were Heather Booth, the queen of movement building. She's amazing. She's fantastic. My birthday was just a little while ago and she called me. It was great. I cried. Accountability with Glenn Hurwitz was fantastic. Community organizing with Aisha Tu Youssef was amazing. Fundraising with Matt Singer. Storytelling with Casey Donahue. The Brandon Graham conversation was great. They were all awesome. <laughs> So basically the full season. This is why we get to pick these people, right? We could have done an entire season just on Heather Booth alone. It is amazing to just get time with these folks and pick their brains and ask these questions about what they do and how they do it. It's awesome. No, oh, agreed, agreed. I really loved getting to meet some new folks that I had not had the opportunity of meeting in person yet, but but really also being able to connect with some really dear friends of mine and clients that you and I have worked with for a really long time and highlight how they are really pushing the needle in a lot of spaces across movements and making some really important change. It was great to have a dear friend, a longtime friend of mine, Greg Sendena, who made an entire career in this space from leading organizations to now consulting with organizations. We got to have a really amazing conversation with our long-term partner over at the LGBTQ Victory Institute, Elliot Imze, about the training work and how really honing in and thinking about consistent training work can help build a movement. I mean, they focus on empowering queer folks to run for office, but in any space, training can be really, really impactful for setting a foundation for movement building. 
also really loved my conversation with Christina Harvey over at Stand Up America about movement building in the digital space. We've got to work with Stand Up America and alongside them and see the really impactful work that they're doing. She had some great insights in how to think about using digital as a tactic for making impact and creating change in a small way and in large ways. It has been an honor to uplift and elevate some of these voices this season. But I know you and I have already said we've learned a lot, but any big takeaways from any of the bits of the seasons or the great conversations we've been able to have? Just that building movements takes time and that we talk to people at different stages of movements who've been in for a really long time or are younger and really in the trenches. But just that dedication to those goals about trying to get to a sustainable movement, trying to teach and grow with the people on your team. Those tips from the management center were really fantastic to dig into sort of building a sustainable team was fantastic. I think the stuff that I learned from Heather Booth about centering goals, but also love in your movement was really powerful. And that jumped out to me. I also like hearing the origins of some of these organizations, how they started with small groups of people and really grew. NAMI with Brandon Graham, Moms Demand Action, that this idea of storming, forming, norming, where you're building a movement over time was incredibly powerful. In learning about how movements and people and the people involved in those movements have also really shifted over time. A lot of folks, I think, gave examples of movements in the past and how they have learned from them. We started the season off with your fave, Heather Booth. But I think something that she said even in that first episode really stuck with me in terms of her favorite movement is whichever one she's currently working on. And movements are going to continue to change and expand and plot twists are going to happen and we're going to get thrown challenges. And it's really this idea of overcoming them and thinking about how do we adapt? How do we change? How do we continue to benefit the folks that are being directly impacted by a lot of these really important issues? And I think the one thing that I learned, right, is that there's there's no one way to start or sustain a movement, but there are several best practices that you should take into consideration for the longevity and the impact that your movement is trying to create. One of the other folks that I really appreciated having a conversation with was with Vanessa and Cedric over from the Leadership Conference on Civil and Human Rights and really honing in to coalitions and why coalition work is really important, particularly in movement building. One organization does not make a movement. One person does not make a movement, but multiple people, multiple organizations working alongside each other can really help create that tidal wave of change and understanding how to utilize coalitions effectively, bring in partners, think about unlikely allies into a space where you can really move the needle on some really important issues, I think, are a couple of the bigger takeaways that I'm walking away with from this season. One of the other takeaways, Christina Harvey, who talked about her journey and being in the New York State Senate and then working for an attorney general and having that not go the way that she thought it was going to go and then moving on to a different organization and using that as a moment of growth and opportunity. 
the journey of all these people on how they got to where they are today was also something that I really was able to take away and see people take different steps to be a part of this movement. And that's the thing that I've also found is that there's not one way to do it. There are lots of different ways. And that was incredibly powerful. In addition to the content, the best practices, the case studies that we were able to talk about, just the humans themselves. And I think this has been through all of all of the seasons we have done and, and many of the guests is really shedding light and lifting the curtain on the plethora of opportunity that there is for you to get involved in some way in a movement, in a cause, in an organization that you are passionate about, whether it's in the communication space, fundraising, direct organizing, whatever it may be, there is room for you in, the, in these spaces for you to really make some waves. And I also, I would be remiss if I didn't give a moment of thanks to our team who worked and put together this entire season, to Elizabeth and to Phoebe, to our cadre of interns who really dig in on this and help, to the staff who creates the artwork, which is unbelievable. So Mitchell and Kristen, who've worked on this for years, they do amazing stuff. And shout out to Danielle Pinto, who's worked on our theme music the whole time. It's not just you and I who do this. We're like super lucky to have an incredible team of people that love doing it. Chris, who does the audio editing. I feel like that guy was talking at the end of the Oscars who keeps going and going and going. You'll forgive me. And what I also want to say is, yes, Martine, it's a wrap for season four, but don't worry. It's definitely not a wrap on how to win a campaign. Martine, I'm excited to talk about after the break, the next, our special season coming up. So I want to hear more about that. Maybe even you could give me some ideas on what season five will be. I can't wait. Yeah. So right after the break, please stay tuned because we'll give you a sneak peek on what is coming next. And discussing the new season of How to Win a Campaign that is currently in production. We will be right back. And we're back. Through these four plus seasons of our podcast, we have really come to enjoy learning not only from each other, our guests, and hopefully being a resource to all of you, our listeners. And that's why we have decided to continue these conversations and build out a new bonus season. Joe, do you want to talk a little bit about what this season and what our listeners should expect from it? Definitely. I mean, it's a bonus, Martine. So you know what that means? We've done this before, which is we've had these seven questions episodes that we have done where we find our favorite influencers, authors, people in the know, and we just keep the conversation going. And what's nice about these interviews is they're a little less structured than our typical show, but we dig into seven, sometimes 10, I don't know, maybe sometimes 15 questions with a guest, but it's called the seven question series. And we really get into both what makes them tick, what drives them. And we have fantastic people on the show that are doing work in the progressive space. And these short form episodes and interviews, they're fun. And we learn a ton about these folks. Absolutely. As you can tell, we are great fans of the guests that come on our show. And there are plenty of people across plenty of movements, organizations, issue spaces, 
campaigns who have been doing this work for a really long time and have some great insight into the work that they are doing. And so we want to go deep into interviewing and producing these podcast episodes. So keep your eyes peeled. We are continuing to bring in guests for these seven to 10 questions interviews for this new bonus seasons. We've already locked in some guests, which are going to be really fantastic. Catherine Miller, Joe Sangerardi, David Pepper, Susan Markham, David Fleischer. And you'll definitely not want to miss these conversations. We're going to be digging into fundraising and deep canvassing and digital organizing and coalition work and a number of different topics that if you are interested in them, these are the folks that you're going to want to know. But in addition to this resource, I want to just plug, we have a ton of resources here at the Campaign Workshop that we hope that you are also utilizing in addition to the podcast that you were listening to. We have a pretty extensive blog on our website at thecampaignworkshop.com that really talks on almost any topic you could think of in the advocacy and electoral space. We have ebooks that are going to be available and some new ones coming out. We have our social media, LinkedIn, threads, Instagram, that you can keep up to date with what we are doing. And we also want to hear from you. If you have an idea for a guest or a topic or a theme for our next season, please reach out to us at the campaign workshop so that we can hear those and would love to have a better understanding of how you all are utilizing the information we're giving you. We love hearing from the guests. We love having these conversations, but we especially love hearing from listeners. And the listeners are amazing. We have developed a great community of listeners that reach out to us, give us ideas, ask us questions. So feel free to do that. We are available and we love hearing from you. Also, just want to say again, thank you for tuning in to this last episode of season four. If you have any questions or comments, about movement building. Again, as Martine said, check out the website, thecampaignworkshop.com and our information, if you want to reach us, can be found in the show description. And as always, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay tuned for our upcoming seven question series. Until next time, this is Joe Fold. And this is Martin Diego Garcia breaking down how to win a campaign. How to win a campaign is Joe Fold, Martin Diego Garcia, Elizabeth Rowe, Phoebe Retta, Samantha Sondek, and Lauren Odom. Music by Danielle Pinto. Audio editing by Christopher Lang. Special thanks to the team at the Campaign Workshop. Please review, like, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.